ACAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, we're going to have to talk loud. And we'll just have to lean in and be like real close. Oh, I got to get my note. Hopefully we talk loud enough and it's like... I mean, I talk loud as it is. I was trying to find this thing. This kid posted about that Donald Trump, what you just said. It was funny, but I can't find it. So but it's irrelevant. My, so my mom's like, well, that's how, you know, men talk. And I'm like, I, I, I get that. And, you know, it's one thing when you're, you know, I'm like, but, like, he said it, like, in an interview. Mm. Wasn't it? Like, it was in an interview or something like it that. It was, well, it was a... I thought it was a phone call. Oh, maybe it was I a, think it was an interview, but it was, like, it was supposed to be off air. Like, it wasn't supposed to be anything that was supposed to ever reach anybody, obviously. Oh, right. And, 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 I, and I told my mom, I'm, I'm like... Might, I, maybe it was a phone call. I don't I, know. Yeah, I thought that I had read okay. that it was... I didn't listen to it because I'm know. like, I'm, I'm, am I really surprised that he said something yeah, like I mean, that? Because no you're... Yeah. that I read, like, my eyes, like, I started reading it, and then my eyes just went straight to, what? A grabber in the pussy. What? <laughs> That's great, though. Because I didn't get that part. Like, <laughs> what I saw was... A report, I think, on on TV. Uh-huh. They didn't obviously mention that. Um, and then I saw that what he posted, and somebody else posted something similar. And then you just said that, and that's yeah. I didn't I didn't realize you said I that. I know. And 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 my, and my mom kind of basically said, you know, boys will be boys. And I'm like, no. I'm like, that's how nobody's held accountable. I'm like, you can't say boys will be boys because that's how that little rapist got off with three months in jail. Right. Exactly. I'm like, you, you know. You can't say boys will be boys, okay? Well, so if I go out and I'm wearing a short skirt, that means it's okay for for a guy to come up and you know put his hands on me or whatever. I'm like, no, he's no. just being a boy. Exactly, <laughs> no, stop it. And I actually posted something on one of the pages. It was either mine or the uh, the podcast page, and it said um, boys will be boys, and then it had uh, it was crossed out will be boys and it, or boys, and then it changed it to um, boys will be held accountable for their actions just like women and I'm like yeah okay so we're recording already I'm sorry if the quality is bad because we are actually sitting in Giant Eagle in Pittsburgh shout out Giant Eagle and their craft (laughs) beer Um, we're sitting here with Anthony Medor also known as Eris or Apex yeah Apex so now I read about the names but do you want to tell everybody kind of like like where the name came from the name Apex. Apex came from, originally, I think I came up with it, and it was an acronym for my name, Eris. My cousin was Presense. Um, the female in the group was N Silence, and then X Cow was the other mm-hmm. MC in the group. So that's kind of how we came up with the name. And you guys have been doing this for a, a long time. Yeah. Yeah, we've been doing it for, I'd say, at least over 15 years, probably. Wow. Yeah, that, that, that's what I was telling her. And this is your the Sure Shot, that's your fourth album, or your that's, third? It's my third solo album. Okay. And then we have three group albums also, so six total albums that I was blessed to be a part of. 
That's unreal. And, and I listened, I've actually listened to the album probably about like three or four times the whole way through. Mm-hmm. And then I listened to my favorite songs, which then I made her listen to on the way up, which is now my favorite song. <laughs> oh, I know. Really? I loved it. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Thank you very much. Um, okay. So in 2008, Face the Music came out. Yes. And it was uh, got nomination for Pittsburgh Hip Hop Award CD of the Year, yes. which I did not know. Yes, it did. Which that's pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, it was pretty I know. Cool. I mean, Pittsburgh's not like a huge, you know, hip hop scene, but just for us to get that kind of recognition was mm-hmm. awesome for us because we had only been on the Pittsburgh hip hop scene for probably maybe two or three years at the most. Wow. I mean, everything we did was in Newcastle where we started. And, yeah. And, uh, Obviously, there's not a huge hip hop scene there. (laughs) There's not much of a scene there at all. No. (laughs) And then in 2009, Struggle City came out, and that also got a nomination uh, for Group of the Year. Yeah, Group of the Year. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, in which uh, Struggle City, I feel like, is probably our best like group project. Uh huh. Um, We had a lot of cool features. I mean, Mac Miller was on it, so that was pretty awesome. Uh And. yeah, I don't know. That, that's the album that gets um, the most acclaim, I guess. Okay. Um, where can everybody find the albums? All of our stuff is on, like, iTunes. You can find it on iTunes, I think Spotify, um, Google Play, and then I still have some copies. Let's get at me about that. I, I still but, uh, like my... Hand, yeah, yeah, in hand yeah. copy. I want the actual. Yeah, and some copy. people do like the physical yeah. copies. Still, it's uh, like I had, you know, the younger crowd. Um, I've worked with a younger kid, and and he's like, uh, he still sell CDs. He's like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> everybody does digital now. Nobody even has CD players. I'm like, man, people have CD players. I know. Like, My car's a 2003. It has a. It actually still has a freaking tape player yeah, in it. Exactly. <laughs> like, and people like people like having like the actual item. Yes. You know. Yeah. I want to be able because I I actually never download any music on my phone. I've never had anything like that. And I just I like to have the physical thing yeah. in my hand. Yeah, some people do. I mean, and then I, mean, I just put I, it on me the growing computer. up, I love to have all the physical copies. You know, I, yeah. I still have all of mine in my car, and yeah. I'm like, I remember like. Oh my goodness, it was probably about 15 years ago, they all got stolen. Yeah, and now see, I'm that like... Sucks. That happened to me too. I, it's, a, it's such a bitch. Yes. But, uh, I had a booklet. Like, I mean, one of the, you know... The, yeah, because I, I guarantee yeah. you that, that, that mine's like the same. Yeah, it's, Yeah, like it's, the whole thing got stolen out of my car along with like my leather jacket. I was, I was on the east side of Newcastle or something. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I was... I don't, I don't even know if I was in Pittsburgh or Newcastle, but then they were all gone, so then I had to go and start, like, rebuilding everything, which, that was when they still had, like, the used CD stores. Like, Blue Jays, oh, no. No, not Blue Jays. Blue Jays. That, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Nobody's, I don't think anybody's going to get that reference, no. but if they do, yeah, that would be awesome. Do you remember Blue Jays? Yes, they do. I remember getting so excited for my very first concert that my brother took me to, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, yeah. and that's where we had to go by the was it like the cathedral? It wasn't the cathedral. <laughs> I wasn't there in attendance, but I remember. <laughs> That's crazy, because I was probably about maybe like 13 or yeah. 14. You just want to see his, like, Tommy Hilfiger underwear? I just thought that it, well, it was Calvin Klein's. Oh, my bad. Yes. Yeah, Tommy Hilfiger That's probably wasn't around. Uh, probably not. <laughs> I know. That's making me feel old. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That's okay. All right. So, all right. Back to your music. Um, what are some of your musical inspirations? Inspirations? Um... Like, whenever I got started, 
whenever I started to get like really interested in hip hop, it was probably like third base. I don't know if anybody remembers third base. I remember third base. Third base, um, LL Cool J, obviously, uh, Wu Tang Clan mm-hmm. was a big influence. Red Man, like those are all. But I mean, like as far as I'm not just like um, I'm not all about like I, I love hip hop. But I also am interested in other genres too. Yeah. Like I love Rage Against the Machine and um, Metallica was uh, was I loved some Metallica back. In the I day. loved them until they uh, stopped free music. Yeah, yeah. For yeah, the so. big artists, yeah. You know, okay, they're billionaires. They don't need my five bucks or ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The small artists, I get it. Yeah, you yeah. know. But uh, yeah, so I, I like almost all genres except for like. I'm not big on country, but like that's like the thing now, I guess it seems. I'm not big on country either. No. Um, there are certain artists that I like. I'm not hating on it. Like, right. It's cool if you like it, but. But okay, like I like Garth Brooks. Yeah, but not like. But I feel like he's in a category of his own. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, I might not like pop music, but you like Michael Jackson. Yeah. You know, or you might not like rock music, but you like Queen. Yeah. You know, and it's like he's kind of in a category of his own. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I don't like country, but I love Garth Brooks. Yeah, I mean, like, there's artists or there's a song I'll hear every now and then, and I do like it. Like, I like it, but I'm not, like, I'm not going to drive around listening to country for the most part. You know what I mean? Right. This is... That's okay. My style. I know. I know. <laughs> That's all right. I'm not a big fan of techno either. No, no. I wouldn't drive around listening to techno. No. <laughs> but I might be in a club, like, jumping around stupid to it or something. I don't know. Depends on how drunk I am. If I ever made it to a club. Uh, yeah. I know you don't have any time. No. Okay, so I'm going to be posting everything of where you can find the CDs. Um, what other questions do I have for you? Um, okay, so like when I was listening to it, I, the, uh, to the Sure Shot, it was kind of I felt like a '90s ish feel to it. Mm. Yeah, I mean that's which is awesome because it's 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 not like anything that I've heard in a long time. It has like substance to it. Yeah. I was telling her it's Thank not, you. it's not about like fucking bitches and getting money. Yeah, <laughs> and that's something that like we never we were never about that. Like even with the group thing uh-huh. and um, uh, you know, my solo projects that's something I I'm not about. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I just try to Stuff that I'm passionate about or, um, you know, just subject matter that I'm familiar with. Um, some of the songs some of the songs I write aren't necessarily things that I've been through, but they're things that I feel like um, I can relate to or uh, I can get my point across about them. Like, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like, some, some songs, like, uh, actually, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, but like Escape like that was a song I wrote and uh, from the point of view I was speaking is not necessarily something that I've been through personally uh-huh. but I like try to relate to that subject yeah. and, you know what I mean and I don't know if I do it the way it should be done but I've gotten a lot of props for what mm-hmm. I do so I, I feel like I must be doing something right kind of thing. The one that I made her listen to when we were on the way up here was Wake Up. Yeah. And it was like, as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, hold on a second. I got to make sure I remember what number this is. And I was in, okay, so what was that song about? Because I want to see if, I, if, if I'm right in what I thought. Yeah, I mean, that song, like, 
I had my verse, which I wrote before Presence Frank Lador wrote his verse. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's basically about, like, coming together and um, just, like, we can overcome, like, whatever issues, problems we have in the world, like, we can overcome that, like, and you need to wake up and see, like, the reality of things and not be so, um, I guess, possessed by the media or possessed by things around you. Mm -hmm. Think for yourself kind of thing. Yeah. Um, And... Frank kind of came out at a different, like a slightly different angle, but then in the the end verse we kind of joined together. Yeah. And um, the beat was made by Shade Cobain, who's like a ridiculously talented producer from Pittsburgh. The beat's amazing. Yeah, and he does a lot of that like '90s feel, like boom Love bap. It. Yeah, he's incredible. Well, so. if that's the point that you were trying to get across, that's what I got from it. That's awesome. Um, you know, wake up, see what's going on around you, and if we come together, we can make some yeah, changes. exactly. Which will lead us into, obviously, we're friends on Facebook. Yes. So I know that you post a lot of stuff about the Black Lives Matter yeah. movement and all that, mm-hmm. and I know that you've also been attacked yeah. Because of it. I've been attacked for a few things. As, as have I. I've, I've lost friends yeah, over. Yeah, I'm like, whatever. And I'm like, but... I'm not anti-cop. I'm yeah, anti-police like, brutality. The like, there's like, a I'm big not. difference. And then, this is like... Uh, I don't want to say names, actually. That's okay, because but you know what? Friend, I actually had it written down. Yeah, <laughs> But yeah, that's friend, okay. I let it out. And who we're both, we yeah. both know. Um, and he's a good dude, great person. Yeah. He's a police officer. And him and I, like, we'll, in text a lot like probably over the last month we'll get into it going back and forth but like I mean and he has an open mind about things he's not like a narrow minded person Mm -hmm. but um like I just feel like if you're a cop like you look at things differently you know what I mean yeah and maybe and us not being cops we don't know how they view things either Mm -hmm. or what the situations they're in or you know, so I, I'm trying to be more open-minded about things, but at the same time, like, you can't deny certain, you know, incidents or, um, you know, circumstances, whatever they may be. And I, and I feel like cops are the only group of people that they're, okay, like, if, if Muslim people, you know, bomb something, it's like, oh, well, the, the ones who aren't like that should come out and say that they're against it. And it's like, so they want that. Mm-hmm. And then they want, you know, oh, well, not all black people are out looting. So we, we want, you know, the people that aren't to speak out against that. And it's like, well, how come nobody is asking the cops to do that when we're supposed to be holding them to a higher standard? Yeah. And I, like, I feel like I've seen, um, I've seen things where maybe it's an article or whatever it may be that a cop has come out and, and spoke out against, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But, um a point that my friend always makes is that it's just such a small percentage of you know in law enforcement whatever that that's actually you know bad and doing mm-hmm. those kind of things like it's not the majority which I understand you know and it's not I'm not anti-police either mm-hmm. like I you know we need police right. so, no doubt about it and I respect everything they do and I mean they do a uh, it's a crazy job. Like, it is right. a crazy job to, like, think that every time you leave in the morning, you might not come home. Right. So, to, you know, a cop being on edge 
it's it's just tough. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's hard. It's like I, I I get that side, and I know that we've talked about this many times before. But then it's like you know you see the videos, and you're like, yeah, some why? some things like, are like if if you're that scared of people, maybe you shouldn't be a cop. Yeah, yeah, and that's something I always try to like discuss with him. He's like people. People should um, kind of police, like if they, law enforcement should try to do a better job of having people that are familiar with certain communities Absolutely. police those communities. You know, that way you might not have some, you know, white kid that's not familiar at all with the black community, aside from what he sees on like TV or hears right. in music, yeah. you know, to go police a you know, an area uh, that's the majority black. Uh-huh, right. Like, it, 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 he might be a little on edge if that's all he knows. Right, but, yeah, I mean? right, And that's exactly. part of the media, too. You're all, it all comes back to media and, you know, how people are portrayed. And I think it's a shame, right? It is. And it's it's not only black people that are, that, that are getting shot. It's no, white it's white people, people it's, too, it's, yeah. it's Hispanic people, but it's like, they... Again, they're supposed to be held to a higher standard, yeah. and True. we shouldn't be afraid of them. We should be looking to them. Yeah. And we again, we were talking about this on the way yeah. up. Like, how do cops expect people on the streets to rat each other out when they're not doing it with their own? Yeah. That are bad. Mm-hmm. So, granted, That's a good point the too. person that we're talking about probably has never abused his power. No, no I don't. To think the so. point of. Of, of yeah. uh, you know of physical abuse. I don't think yeah. that he is that kind of person. No. But if you see somebody doing it mm-hmm. and you don't step in, mm-hmm. you're not part of the solution. Yeah. You're enabling the problem. And that's that's like I just read an article the other day about an officer that did stand up and he did uh, make a statement. It was about it was about um, excessive force mm-hmm. that officers he was in the presence of used on an individual I can't remember what the individual what the crime was or whatever but uh, I think it was it took place inside the um, station or whatever but anyway he spoke out about it and was basically like blackballed and ridiculed Mm -hmm. and, and you know he faced consequences for it like it wasn't you know it wasn't pleasant for him to actually stand up and he I think he lost his job for it and and had to re- resort to uh, like pressing charges and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, and it's it's ridiculous. Like somebody is coming out and saying, "Hey, I you know I want to stop this," and I'm sure that there are people who want to get into that field and actually make a difference. Yeah, but they're being stopped by the people who don't want them to make mm-hmm. a difference, and they're like, "No, shut up." Yeah. We, you know, we want everybody to be sheep and just follow and listen to what the media says and listen to what everybody else says and, you know, be scared of this and be scared of that while we're doing all this shit in the background yeah. that's, you know, killing everybody. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a shame and it's, uh, it's a complicated subject. Yeah, but... The, things need addressed and... Right, and that's the thing. Like better, when you, I feel like when you talk about it, that's when, you know, like... I forget who I was telling telling about. We're talking about like in in school when you're learning about things, mm-hmm. and like you know they teach you a little bit about the Holocaust. They don't teach anything about very little about slavery. No, and I, mean, I think that it's because they're worried about people getting angry. 
and the, and the feelings that they're going to have, which both sides are going to have some kind of feelings. So, like, if you brought somebody, you know, to be able to talk to both sides and go, okay, so as a black person, you feel this kind of way, and that's normal. Mm. So let's talk about it. Yeah. And the, and like, okay, you know, as a non-black person, you are feeling this kind of way yeah. and that's okay to feel like this so now let's talk about how it's not going to ever go back to being that way yeah I mean I just as far as like education and history goes that's like another thing like you there's so much stuff excluded from history it's all white yeah in our schools like teach Everything. I mean, what about the contributions that black people have made, you know, mm-hmm. to our society? That, that, that the slave owners have stolen, uh, taken yeah, credit Yeah, I mean, for. everything. Like, there's just so much stuff that's uh-huh. neglected. So that's a shame in itself. But it, uh, two years ago, my cousin would have been about eight. And we were at my nephew's birthday party, and we were walking through a cornfield, and we said something about the Native Americans and Christopher Columbus. And she looks at me and she goes, you know, Christopher Columbus really didn't discover America, right? Mm-hmm. And I looked at her and I was like, who, who taught you that? And she goes, well, we learned it in school. And she goes to a Catholic school. And I said, well, you know what? I was like, they're right. I yeah. said, he didn't do anything. Commend I said, them. Ex- exactly. I was so surprised that it was that an eight-year-old was coming out and saying, you know, he really didn't do anything. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, you're <laughs> right. He didn't. I like, think he probably did more evil stuff. Than yeah, evil. exactly. Which is why uh, we're taping this on Columbus Day weekend. I have my... Um, I'll take a picture of it so everybody can yes. see it. My Homeland Security with my with the Native Americans on it. I like it. it. I know. I love it. It's a nice shirt. I'll be wearing this to work on Monday, too. Got to recycle it. Yeah. I was like, I had to wear it. Um, okay, so pre-sense, he retired, right? And you brought him out of retirement. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't want to, to put it down, I don't think. It's just like, you know, life... Yeah, sometimes can consume you and work bills. Yeah, and then uh, it's tough to find inspiration and then to find time. And mm-hmm. he just got married, so it's like, right. <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of stuff going on with him that uh, you know it's kind of taking precedence over the music. But what is your creative process to writing? Like I know, like some people are just like they get the ideas and it comes right to them mm-hmm. and they just go. And then I, I know some people who are like, okay, I have to sit down every day for a half an hour or at least 45 minutes and write down, like, my ideas. Yeah, my creative process isn't much like what you just mentioned. Okay. Um, I, I find beats. Like, I find production that I... I'm immediately inspired, usually. Like, if I hear a beat mm-hmm. and I really like it, like, I'm inspired immediately by that beat and then I I begin to write and uh-huh. wherever that beat takes me is kind of where I go with it um, I do a lot of like my searching and discovering talented producers on like SoundCloud and then some some artists some producers I go as far back as like MySpace like to where I met uh my dude scientist who we who's been with us since the beginning oh like, yeah he produced his first track that he, was my, that was my second favorite song yeah he's from germany actually and i met him on myspace through myspace 
and uh, he's been producing for us like since our first album. For anybody who doesn't know who MySpace is, <laughs> it was before <laughs> Facebook. Yeah. And you had a top eight and all that good I shit. I know. Yeah, <laughs> your, your, your top eight friends. Whatever they're doing in the background is really pissing me off. So if you can hear that, I think they're like making yeah, or, or they're making coffee or something like that. I don't know. Giant Eagle, you're fucking the shit up here. Um, see, because like I know, like for me, like I can't if it's like you know writing a paper or just doing something I can't like go okay I need to go sit down and I need to write it mm. like it's like it comes to me yeah, and it's like basically what it is okay yeah. yeah like a lot of my writing I do in my work truck yeah, that's uh-huh. that's no BS like I at home it's too chaotic for me to write <laughs> yeah. like there's no no chance of me writing yeah. honestly like so yeah sometimes like when I'm driving to work I might be writing a song, or um, if I get to work and I don't immediately have to do something, I'll write. Uh, if I get any downtime at work, I might write. Yeah. But uh, as far as writing at home, it never happens, you really. Yeah, can, you can. Yeah. I mean, like, back before kids, then I might have wrote, wrote a little bit at home, but now with kids, it's just there's too yeah. much. So. I don't have any, so I can't say that I know what it's like, but I can imagine. Yeah, so that's kind of the process, if that's a process. Yeah. Um, yeah, I get inspired by production. I mean, scientist, uh, Shade Cobain. Um, I mean, we've worked with so many talented producers uh, from all over the world, too. Like, it's, it's been a great experience. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I wouldn't trade it for the world. For yeah. Me and somebody from Newcastle were just talking about you. Because we're talking about, like, we're talking about somebody else in Newcastle who does music. But, like, he doesn't do anything else. And he doesn't, he's not very successful yet. Yeah. And so we were talking about, you know, like, going out and, like, still doing, like, what you're passionate about. And he was like, oh, yeah. He's like, you know, I'm passionate about coaching. And, you know, I, I love to coach and this and that and the other thing. And I was like, well, I look at it like Anthony Medore. And he was like, oh, yeah. He was like, I love his music. And I'm like, me too. I said, he has a family, has a, has his day job, and then still, like, pursues what he's passionate about. Yeah. Which is, I hate to say it, so hard when you get to our age because it's like, yeah. you know, like, I have all these other things that I need to worry about. Yeah. And is it going to go anywhere? And it's like, you know what, who, just, if you love it, do it. That's exactly, like, the point in my life right now where I'm at. I mean, I, <clears throat> I got a lot of things going on, obviously, with family and then my, my job, which is, <clears throat> I mean, this week I'm working seven days a week, you know, 10, 12 hours a day. So it's, you know, there's not much time for, I barely get to see my kids and stuff. Yeah. Isn't it? So, yeah, right now it's like. I'm making music when I have the opportunity to do so, uh-huh. and uh, you know, I. From what everyone else is saying, I made a, a good, good album. You know, yeah, so that, yeah. That's great to hear that, and uh, yeah, it's I'm, I'm just to the point where if something happens with it, then something happens. But I love doing it. Like, there's plenty of times where I've taken like hiatuses, you know, yeah. and just said. 
I don't know if I'll do it again. You know, I but might, then you I always might, come back. Yeah, and I can't help but get yeah. inspired by not too much new music, not too much new hip-hop, because yeah. none of that really inspires me. But um, by more more by underground artists that I listen to, like even if it's local cats, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, like that I hear um, and then inspire me to keep writing and like try to one-up them, which yeah. I, don't know if I, <laughs> I don't know if I do that, but... You know, it's like, it's always a competitive thing. I think that's where hip-hop's rooted, too, is, like, just a competitive But that's kind of good, sport. too, because it, it also gives you a little bit of a push. Mm-hmm. You know, I always, like, you can take competition in, you know, different ways, but, like, if it's something that makes you want to work harder... Yeah, and it's obvious that, person, that they're inspiring you know, me, too. You know? Right, I mean, it's not exactly. Like, I'm not, like, trying to knock dudes. It's just, like... Oh. Right, you, you, you don't want somebody else I to try fail. To step my game up. Yeah, you don't want somebody else to fail, but you also are like, okay, if they can do it, I can keep up with that. Yeah, and I mean, if you see me on Facebook, like I'm never the dude that's gonna um, talk down on anybody. Or anything. Like I, I support every artist that I'm familiar with. Yeah. Um, like uh, Novi Nov, who's a dude from. Ambridge actually who that's when I became familiar with him and it was through MySpace also but um like he's one of the most talented dudes on like so many levels and he inspired me you know I was already doing music prior to mm-hmm. even you know realizing who he was but he's just a talented writer he produces he shoots his own videos sometimes uh-huh. like he lives in Atlanta now. He moved to Atlanta to try and further his career. Oh, and I mean, if you're not familiar with him, then I gotta uh-huh. make you familiar with him. Yeah. Because yeah, he's talented, just a talented dude, and yeah, he's one of the people that inspire me and and always try to make me step my game up. Uh-huh. Um, I'm gonna be interviewing. It probably won't be until next year, but Mark Seely, which I know that you're friends yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah. And he's also a dope artist. Yeah. Too. Yeah, I, I like his stuff too. We've been like trying to get together, and it's just like it. Yeah, the, it doesn't, it doesn't right? Like like every time that he's available, it's like, okay, well, it's now like back to school season, so I have to work all these crazy hours at my second job. Mm-hmm. So, but I told him, I said, you know, we're gonna be. Yeah, and he's another one. Like, I feel like he's a talented dude, and um, like I hear him drop something, I'm like, man, I gotta. I gotta. You're like I gotta step my yeah. shit up. <laughs> this is a battle now. I gotta come back with something better. But well, I know. he does good, and he has yeah. his kind of has his lane. You know what I mean? He yeah. Has, he's he uh, balances it well. I liked you two going back and forth about uh, rapping in the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had our car raps, and we were gonna link up for that, but it never happened. Like, and I don't you think should. people understand like me being where I'm at in Pittsburgh. Uh-huh. It's like. It's hard for me to get up that way. If I do, I'm visiting my mom and my dad. Right. So it's like I got I got to squeeze all that in, and then it's a two-hour ride, you know, both ways. And, uh-huh. And uh, with where it's just it's hard for me to get up that way. Like, I think people don't realize that when they're like, oh, let's link up and do this and do that. And I'm like, yeah, it's probably not going to happen. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't have the time. Like, and it's not not a knock to anybody else. Like, I respect what other people mm-hmm. are doing. But. Well, I'm glad you made time for us. I'm glad you guys made time for me and then made the, you know what I mean? It's not a short drive. Oh, that's all right. 
I'm taking her out to dinner afterwards. <laughs> which, if you've, I don't, if, I don't know if you've ever, have you ever had Ephesus? No. Oh my God. Where's that at? It's they have a few, but when I worked at the radio station in Pittsburgh, I would order it every time that I was working because they delivered. They have the best chicken salads in the world. Yeah, really? Hearing about oh this my absolutely God. fantastic, wonderful. I, awesome, where's it at? Delicious um, chicken salad. It's the one. The, the one that we're going to be going to after here is is downtown, and it's right like it's literally like right downtown, like in the big circle by like where when it's winter where like they do skating Square, right at. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. Um, but yeah, they have the best chicken salads. Right. I got one like a few weeks ago because I had because I had to go downtown for something, but I wasn't able to eat it until like later. So even like hours later, it was <laughs> still, still amazing. Excellent. And then I ate until I was physically sick. <laughs> really? I, I was full when I was still eating because I was like, oh, I can't waste this chicken because it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, you can never waste the chicken though in a chicken no. salad. You're like, if I don't eat oh, the I rest know. of the lettuce, <laughs> I like, gotta eat the chicken. I know. I'm like, I at least gotta finish the chicken yeah. and the fries. But yeah, I mean, I'll sit there and eat it until like. I'm gonna make it a point to like get there and eat that. I'm one. telling you, it's so good. I was like, okay, I was like, so we're not gonna go to the uh, to the haunted house, but. Uh, I was like, I was like, we'll meet Anthony, and then we'll go down and have the best chicken salad in the world. Yeah, that's not like, a bad okay. night. It is, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Get to drink a beer at Giant Eagle. And- yeah, drinking <laughs> a Giant Eagle. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of excited about that. This pumpkin <laughs> beer is really good. Yeah, it, I like that. I, I actually, I had that before, and I was like. Yeah, it was okay, but it was better tonight. For yeah, this is I like it. surprising. It's really good. Uh huh. I, I, I like I'm, it. I'm, what am I drinking? The craft beer at Giant Eagle is yeah. very good. Yes. And this is what the hot devil. The oh hop yeah. Devil. yeah. Right. That's hop right. Devil. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or would you call it the Hop King? Hop King. Well, you know why? Because I was looking you combined, at Plum King, you and I'm like, what? It. And I, which I thought was Plum, and I'm like, I don't think Plum beer would be very mm-hmm. good. It might be. That's true. But you know what? I also remember, I'm pretty sure it was either a Bud Light or a Miller Light. It was a Miller Light commercial. And it was right after Bud Light came out with Bud Light Lime. And Miller Light was like, don't fruit a beer, you know. Yeah. And then they came out with the lime beer. It was the thing, yeah. I know. Everybody came out with that, right? Whatever. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Me and my buddy at work were talking. We're like, let's let's make our own craft beer. And uh, he came. He's like, yeah, let's call it. Let's call it Dick. That sounds great. Let's call it. And I think it'll catch on. Honestly, I think it will too. I mean, I think it's an excellent idea, and we just got to figure out what flavor to make it. That might Dick. I'm trying to think of I what mean, flavors I don't know, you could make. I don't know what that would taste like. So, well, you got to make it taste good. Yeah, but it, I think it got to be like hot or something. Right? <laughs> well, a little bit of Tabasco sauce. Maybe. Yeah, j- just just, we'll experiment. just a little bit. Well, nobody's still that name. <laughs> I might uh, bleep it out that way. Uh, yeah. You can patent it. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if this was a. <laughs> you could swear on this. Podcast. Oh, you can say whatever the fuck you want. Okay. Okay. I, my <laughs> um, my mom. A few months ago was yeah because like, I think I listened to one of those. Oh like, yeah, oh yeah, it's some, for all the time. Seen stuff. Yeah, and I was like, "How's Martise feel when like her family listens to that?" Like, well, okay. When I first got into it, uh, me and my dad were out to breakfast, and you know we were talking about it, and I was like, "Now there's some that I don't want you to listen to," and he was like, 
Okay. Because, like, when I first got into radio, I was like, oh, my goodness, I have you to You know he probably sneak listens. Because my parents are... He probably doesn't know how to. <laughs> I'm not sure my mom doesn't know how to either. Yeah, maybe not. But... You know, like, in February, we had three sex episodes, and we were talking about, you I know... I think it's probably one of the ones I listened to. I know. Well, they, they were the best. <laughs> they were the best. They were so much fun. So, it's like, I'm 36. Like, let's let's, let's be realistic. I'm yeah. going to talk about sex, and I'm going to say fuck. Yeah. If you don't like me saying it, that's fine. I won't say it around you, but I'm still going to say fuck. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, whatever. Um... But yeah, so so my mom, there was somebody new on one of the news stations, and she was like, she's terrible, you should be doing that. And I was like, I don't want to be on the news. And she was like, why not? And I was like, one, the news is bullshit, because they, they, they tell you exactly what to say, because they're owned by the same six companies, so everybody's getting the same information. Yeah. I was like, plus, I said, if I want to call somebody a cunt, I can't do it on TV. I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm like I can do it on the podcast, sure. though. And she looked at me, because my mom hates that Unless word. you're like Ron Burgundy. Then you oh, yeah. say whatever you want. That's true. Yeah. You might get fired. You might get fired. Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Man, The first Anchorman was great. It was. I haven't seen the second one yet because I'm afraid I it's going to ruin it. Yeah, it wasn't as good See, to me. But some people liked it, but I did not like I it. Just, it was all right. It was okay. See, I feel like the first one, like, it's, it's just hilarious. Anchorman was great. First There's one. so many one-liners in that yeah, movie. Yeah, I know. It's incredible. Speaking of one-liners, grab her by the pussy. <laughs> Let's talk about the election. I, ser- I mean, uh, you can't. It's comedic, help. really. It, I mean, it, it, it really feels like that would come from a stand-up comedian. Yeah. You're like, what do you do when you're like, woman? Well, I grab him by the pussy. <laughs> it's gonna be real hard to be a ten see, if you. Uh, uh, with did your you see the tested. SNL? Last Saturday, yeah, I know Hillary and Trump. I missed it, but I heard it was hilarious. Yeah, you gotta watch it. Okay, off the YouTube it. Yeah. You know what? I I I meant to tape it and then I forgot. Oh, I think I was working that night. That's funny. He is on point. Oh, Alec Baldwin. On yeah. point. Yes. But I always feel like okay. I don't like either one of them. I think they both suck. Yeah, agreed. I'm a, I'm a Bernie fan. Yeah. I know. And like I was trying to explain again to my parents, I'm like, Donald Trump is trying to sell himself. Hillary Clinton is trying to sell herself. Bernie Sanders was selling an idea mm-hmm. of what this country is supposed to be like. And yeah. they fucked him over. And I'm like, I cannot, as a woman, I cannot vote for Hillary Clinton and say, I want the first female president to have stole it and not got there by her own votes and by her own merits. But I also think, I also think that Donald Trump doesn't obviously doesn't stand for the things that I stand for, so I'm like they both suck. Yeah, it's a it's a frustrating election. It is because you're to the point where you either don't vote or you choose the lesser of two evils and find, I guess, one thing you relate to that one of them says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And kind of go with that. I don't know. It's well, the the one thing that completely turned me off at the um, at the last uh, debate was when Donald Trump was like, "I am one hundred percent behind cops," and I'm like, "You can't be one hundred percent behind anything because there's always going to be that one person or that one thing." Like, we had the same English teacher who was amazing, 
And she always said, if it ever says all or everything, you know that it's false because it can never be all or everything. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. So I think about that and I'm like, you can't be 100% behind cops because if you are 100% behind cops, then you're also behind the people who are hiding stuff and doing illegal stuff. Mm -hmm. If you say, yes, I'm behind cops, but there's some things we need to change. Then I can, you know, then I can get behind it. But then Hillary Clinton was like, uh, well, we all need to follow the law. And I'm like, but you ain't following shit. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah. Which I will say, uh, this is probably the first election that bitch has been used this much. <laughs> what are we looking at? They're going through the whole conversation. Oh, the Trump oh, conversation? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we have a TV on with uh, and yeah. then they actually did show Trump the word news. pussy on TV. Did, wait, did they, really? they showed yes. oh they showed pussy yeah, on they, TV. Yeah, they didn't. Uh, oh, <laughs> like not actual pussy. No, yeah, they didn't show. Uh, they oh. showed her actual pussy <laughs> That's on weird. CNN. Why would they do that? <laughs> I don't know whose it was. But uh, they didn't bleep it out though. They they spelled it out. Well, there you go. There you go. I feel like if he just would have said, you know, I've said some very off-color things in the past about this and about that, and I've changed the way that I thought, you know, because of this and that and the other thing. The same way, and now I'm also not a big Obama fan. I do love Michelle, though. When he changed his stance on gay marriage, he said why he changed it and his, re- you know, his, his reasons Obama. behind it. Yeah. yeah, which were completely valid, and I'm like, wow, that makes sense. Which you know, everybody calls it flip flopping, and I'm like, well, people, people can, their yeah, mind. people can change their mind. Right. Like, like if you go and say, oh, I, I'm, yeah, gay marriage is cool, and then a week later you're like, no, nah, gay marriage ain't cool. But if and you started out with gay marriage ain't cool, and then you keep, just keep going back and forth and back and forth. That's flip. That's different. Yeah, but, but if you start out like oh, I don't know about gay marriage. And then, like, you know, a couple years later, you're like, okay. Well, right, because you're All like, right, gay you know marriage what? ain't bad. You know, I can see, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. so, somebody said something the other day about people getting divorced. And I was like, it's all straight people, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, ru- I'm like, ruining that number right there. It's all straight people. <laughs> yeah. Divorce. So, are you going to as they say, waste your vote, or are you going to be voting of what you think of the lesser of two evils are? Honestly, I don't know. I don't know yet. Yeah, I, f- I figured I'm probably going to I mean, it's getting pretty close where I'm probably going to make a choice here. But yeah. yeah, it is October. Oh, my God, yes. it's next month. Yes. Let me put it this way. There's no way I'm voting for Trump. And to whoever that offends, I'm sorry. Um, if I vote... It might be for Hillary, but I, I don't know if I'll vote because. And you know what? I, I don't agree with either. I think there and are I a just lot think, of I think Hillary's that a liar. Are on the fence and, right now. And somebody sent me an article today that was, that uh, was kind of um, addressing all that, all that kind of in between stuff mm-hmm. where you're like, I don't know, like they're, they're both. I don't agree with either of them, and I'm not going to vote, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, like, it was obviously a biased post, actually, because it was saying, like, you don't want Trump. Like, if you're going to vote, you need to vote for Hillary. But, yeah, it was biased. Yeah. So, like, I I feel like this election. For the future, they're saying, like, you don't want Trump there for the future. I feel like 
this is the election that in the future could create some changes. Because when they're like, okay, well, actually, Bernie Sanders got more of the votes on the Democrat side, so what the fuck is Hillary doing, you know, getting the ticket? And people aren't happy about that. And people aren't happy about the way that she got it. And then people are also looking on the Republican side, and they're like, well, okay, any all of the Republicans pretty much sucked. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... It's a shame that these are the people we have to... Like just uh, uh, all I these, know. Uh, millions of people. Like these are who we are. Right, and, and and we have to pick between asshole number one and asshole number two. And for for people, like you know, everyone's like, "What well, doesn't matter who you're voting for, but make sure you get out and vote." Because it's like, no, you can completely not vote as a as your point of standing up against something. Like you mm-hmm. can absolutely do that. Yeah. Or you could write somebody in. Or, you know, you don't have to vote for one or the other. Like, you don't have to. And stop saying that if it's if you vote for a third party, you're wasting your vote. Yeah. That is your voice. And if you want your voice to be heard, write. You know, write it in. And if you don't, then that's also your choice. Yeah. You know, people have died for your choice to sit at home and go, these people suck and I'm not voting for anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what everybody says. Oh, you vote for that person, or you vote, you know, whatever Jill Steen or uh, I, uh, Gary Johnson or whoever I it may be. Do. I, I don't like mind, you vote for one of yeah. these people, you're just wasting the vote. Like, and that's, and that's the way everybody views it. You yep. know what I mean? So yeah. it's hard to, uh, I guess, justify voting for somebody if if there's no chance in hell that they're going to win. Yeah, I would. I as of right now, I will either not vote. Or do a write-in. Yeah. Or I might vote for Gary Johnson. Yeah. Or Jill Stein, though. I kind of like her. Yeah. Even I, though she was arrested on federal charges, oh, which is bullshit. Did you hear about no, that? No, I didn't. Okay, so you know the uh, Dakota Pipeline? Yeah. Okay, that the Native Americans are yeah, saying, hey, yeah. you're trampling all over our all, all over our holy land. Which is bullshit. Exactly. Leave them alone. And- she was at the protest with them and spray-painted one of the bulldozers. And got. that was the federal offense. Meanwhile, Hillary Clinton can ignore, you know, cries yeah. for help and a bunch well, that's of people the get thing. killed. That's the situation we're in is, like, Democrats know that, like, Hillary's their only chance. Right. So they're not going to convict her and take her completely out of the race. And I'll tell you what, though. Bernie Sanders, even at the beginning, was polling better than Trump. Yeah, he was. People don't like her. No, they don't. And you know what? Like, they keep... Okay. So they keep using the... But the, the government's going to do what they want. Right, right. Exactly. It doesn't matter they what They didn't want Bernie Every, in there. Ev- everybody in the world could write in the super Sanders. delegate bullshit. Yeah, or, like. or, and and that's, that, that's another thing. People look at that and they're like, what the fuck are these super delegates who are basically making all the decisions and we, the people, you know, don't have any kind of voice? We don't. I mean... No. It doesn't matter really who anybody votes for, I don't think. I, I don't think, think it's so just going to be what it is. I think it was always... It's probably going to be all planned out. Mm-hmm. Yep. They'll sabotage Trump, which he does a pretty good job of sabotaging himself. I know. <laughs> it's like, doesn't he have a handler at this point? Uh, like, he needs God. an Olivia Pope, and I know he that we've said that a million like, times before. He can't hold back, like, no. just, he just says what he says. Yeah. Which, so he could have a written script in front of him, he just veer the fuck off. Uh, I, I, I will say, though, I can respect a person who says what they feel and yeah, they're like and you know what I don't have the any non-political apologies political correctness thing like I get it like yeah fuck political correctness but you are going to be the president of the United right. States like you gotta so like, I mean are you going to piss off Vladimir off Putin 
Yeah. You know, well, Hillary already That's did. his boy, though, ain't it? I, they might be, but I know that somebody told me that uh, Putin told Hillary Clinton to get the fuck out of his country. Oh, wow. No, yeah. I don't know if it's true or not, but. Yeah, I don't know. You, you don't know what's true anymore. I know. Cause, and that's another thing about the media. They're like, hey, they let me grab this little clip. They feel you need to hear. And here it is. We'll edit this perfectly. Yeah. But, um, okay, so, like, you know, the whole Donald Trump against, you know, women thing. And, and then it's like, okay, does everybody, did everybody forget that Hillary was the one that bullied all of her husband's sexual assault victims into shutting the fuck up? <laughs> yeah. Like, hello, women, did you forget about that? <laughs> and they're like, oh, she's for women, she's for women. No, she's not. She's for herself and she's for Wall Street because that's where all the fucking money comes from. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's a, a corporate puppet. Uh-huh. And I think the president in general is a puppet. Well, yeah, because they—it's not like they even make any decisions. No, I think they just—I <laughs> think it's all fucked up. I think that everything. I'm a big conspiracy theorist. I feel like <laughs> everything has been planned out, anyway. Yeah. And she's probably like the one podcast that we taped a reptilian. <laughs> Do you know what those are? No. Okay, so there's this conspiracy <laughs> like, theory that 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 like there's. Do you wear the show V? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's fucking awesome. The, right, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the '80s one, but then the the, the remake was still okay. Well, yeah, it was. Yeah, I know. We both were. Sorry. Damn it. I know. Um, but yeah, so like that's what they're saying that they are. Is they're like actual aliens that are reptiles <laughs> and they get in power in the United States and they take over. That's weird. I know. I don't believe that. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, that's a weird thing. I don't believe that. I would not believe that. Although I do believe in aliens. Do you believe in aliens? I do believe there's okay. got to be something else out there. Yeah. It's too big of a universe no. and, and you know such. what? Like, people who... Don't we're just it. all over the place. I know, right now. I, that, that, and that, that's why I said I'm like, well, it depends. We can we can tape for you know like 20 minutes, or we can tape for an hour. Or we can just half. talk about aliens. Where the conversation goes, because sometimes we just jump around to stupid shit. <laughs> um, but I okay, like Christians will say like no because this that and the other thing, and I'm like okay, so if you believe that God created the universe, He created the universe and was like, so I'm only going to put people right there. Yeah. You know, and then it's like, okay, so, or if you believe in evolution, it's like, do you really believe that we are the only living things out there? Like, yeah. you can't. No, you can't. It's too, it's too vast. There's too much, no, there's uh, too much going on. Agreed. Mm-hmm. There's got to be something else out there. You hope, anyway. I think that's the first thing she said. No, she said that she No, liked, I've said a few uh, things, okay. yeah. <laughs> I have. A little bit. Let's just make that clear. <laughs> Aliens. Aliens. But, yeah, I don't know. It's a crazy world, and I just hope things get better. I do, too. For, like, for my kids. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that's, like, like, don't you want to leave something better? And I don't think that either one of them is going to leave that. No. I think things get... Like drastically worse if Trump gets elected, and I think um, I think Hillary doesn't veer too far from what things have been. Right, right. Kind of. Yeah. That's kind of what my uh, view on it, I guess. Yeah, I agree with you. It's 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 
there needs to be some kind of revolution. And again, like I said, I feel like with this election, that could be the start of it. Yeah, and the Espe- thing especially is, especially like with the millennials, because yeah. they're like, okay, no, we we're done with this corporate bullshit and all yeah. that. And so I feel like that's the group that can actually Make change. change. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think um, that's why I think Trump's the wrong choice because I think things will get worse. As you know what I mean? Like, drastically worse. Yeah. yeah. He's nuts. I think we'll be at war, and I think, like, it's just not going to get better. I think if Hillary gets in, like, it's probably not going to change that much. Maybe it'll change for the better. Yeah. Maybe it'll get slightly worse, but I <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's going to get as bad as it might get if Trump gets elected. I feel it's like... my opinion. I feel like socially things could get better under her. But then I feel economically, things could get would get better under him. Yeah. Possibly, because I mean, this country is run like a business, anyways. Yeah. It is. So you know, if you're gonna run a business, get somebody in there who knows how to run a business. But I've said for years, I'm like, we need somebody from the Democratic side and somebody from the Republican side, and have them as president and vice president. So then that way they can actually collaborate. Yeah. But that's like a good idea. I know, but nobody ever listens to me. No, no, no. why? They're they like should. that. They're like, they're like that dumb stoner over there that does the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know, but my ideas are pretty freaking fantastic. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, nobody I mean, listens to me. That's it. I mean, seriously though, like, and that's that's a problem in America. Like, everybody, you pit Democrats versus Republicans, and like, oh, you're an idiot. You're, oh, you're a libtard. Like, come on, man. We're like. We're all Americans here. Like, we need to come together and find the best choice, whatever it may be. But see, people are so far to the left or right. Like, I just think it's that's where the. And I don't think that they realize that the politicians are all in the same, like, little category. They're all out for themselves and they're all out for money. Mm -hmm. It's never going to do anything for the middle class. It's never going to do anything for, you know, the lower class. It's just all upper class because. They cannot pay their taxes or, you know, siphon money through their organizations, and they're all rich. Yeah. Yep. And then we're sitting here going, like, at 50, like, oh, my God, i got to make my student loan payment. <laughs> yeah. I'm or gonna, Sally Mae uh, is going to come after me. Is my, am I going to get my pension or not? Like, right. Exactly. Shit. Yeah. It's a shame. Uh-huh. I did see a thing about... Uh, that Hillary had going, like, on her Facebook, because I like the both of them, just so I can, you know, keep up with both of the assholes. And mm-hmm. it was, like, about your student loans and how you can lower your student loans, and she's going to do this and that and the other thing. And it's, like, all the comments were, you're trying to get Bernie supporters. Stop it. Yeah. We don't believe you. But then it's, like, okay, well, that's your plan. Is it ever actually going to go through? Yeah. Well, how much, <clears throat> how much are they saying, like, most presidents before, like, just stuff that you want to hear, you know what I mean? Right. Like, stuff that's not actually going to happen that I have no intentions of following through with. And I feel like you, we should hold them accountable for what they're going to say. Mm-hmm. Because as a business person, if I say, you know what, I'm going to do this should for all be you, written into a contract or Right. <laughs> I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And then I'm like, oh, okay, wait, no, never mind. I, I really can't do that. But that was my idea. And it was yeah. a really good one. And I was so thank working you for in the direction, but it just didn't work out. Right. I'm and then sorry. it's like, okay, well, like, you're not doing anything because Congress didn't pass it or whatever. And then again, nothing ever gets accomplished. Nope. It's bullshit. It is. Very much so. And we'll, uh, I don't know. Hopefully it doesn't get worse. 
I know. That's all I can say. I know. I'll tell you what, though. There's going to be a lot of people moving to Canada, I feel like. Uh, yeah, Either way, in, in December, January, there's going to be, like, a big influx of, of uh, Americans moving to the Canadian mm-hmm. side, which I don't blame them. No, Canada probably isn't that bad, is no, it? No, I, mean, I don't think so. I might move there. I would have no problem moving there. Yeah. I'll also tell you why in a second. I don't want to reveal my idea because the, uh, the government will come after me. <laughs> so I'll tell you after we, uh, after we stop taping. <laughs> But okay, so do you have anything else that you want to talk about? Um, you want to give any shout outs to anybody else? Shout outs. I should look at my phone. That's fine, go ahead. I might have had a shout out written in here. But uh, no, Presense, my cousin Frank, I mean, he's kind of who got me started, really, in doing the whole music thing. Mm-hmm. And, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was like, um, we actually did, uh, I did an interview with. Dope cause we said so. Uh huh. I think it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Dope cause we said dot com, and uh, yeah, the thing I referenced that in there, like I always had a love for music, obviously, but it was like um, I never actually pursued it. Yeah. And then my cousin was like, "Let's let's write and uh, let's try to record some stuff." So like, all right, let's try to do that. Mm We got a microphone, like, hung it up in a closet and got some instrumentals from, like, DMX and, you know, some industry artists and started recording on, like, a Magnavox boombox or Uh something. And that's kind of where it started, and and, uh, so I give him props for that. Like, he kind of got me started, and we went on from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, as far as shout-outs, like, Mindbender, who's my engineer, I record... uh, in Pittsburgh on the south side he does all my recording he's done it for the past 10 years probably um, prior to that it was Mud Hut Studios and Sharon PA okay Sharon we did a lot of stuff but um, yeah so shouts to him uh, Khalil Habib who's doing the artwork for um, my t-shirts that I'm getting printed up so those should be dope like he's I can't a, wait to see him yeah he's a sick ass artist um Obviously, my family for supporting me, my wife and all that, and uh, all the the websites that have supported the album since its release, uh, rockfresh.co.uk from the UK, shouts to them, uh, okthough.com, Brain of BMW from Pittsburgh, uh, Underground Hip Hop Blog in Pittsburgh.org. Shouts to all of them for supporting me in uh, everything I've done so far. And shouts to you. Oh, thank you. For uh, yeah, having me on. I appreciate it. So Okay, so we're going to play one of your songs. Do you have any okay. um, one that you want to say? I know Dollar in a Dream was your first single. Yeah, Dollar in a Dream is probably um, best represents the album, I'd say. Okay. As far as, like, <clears throat> there's a few songs, like, since the album's release, a lot of people have been coming at me and like they love Dollar in a Dream, they love Thoughts, um, they like what what you know, which what you know is a track that's kind of um, different from what I usually do. It's not like real '90s boom bap feel. It's more okay. um, more new school feel, I guess. Yeah. Like it actually has like a slightly trap feel to it, but it still has. Um, direction to it it's not like the current stuff you hear yeah. you might hear you and one. not knocking the people 
you know, nowadays. But wake up. Wake up. Yeah, 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 that's another one that actually. That's my yeah, favorite. A that's, lot of people. That's great. Yeah, have, uh, you know, said. Who's they, the they girl that sings on so that? That's actually a sample, and I apologize for not. No, that's okay. Knowing what the sample is, because okay. Shade did the beat, <laughs> and I know I know it, but I can't think of it right now. So I apologize for that. Awesome. But um, I'd say Dollar in a Dream best represents or Wake Up. Yeah. Okay. Those are, those are the two tracks that I'd say. And being that Wake Up's your favorite, then you should play that. Yeah, so. that, that I'm, I'm definitely going to play that. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, because I loved it. It's awesome. It is. It really is. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I appreciate all the support we've been getting um, from everyone. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's probably been, I mean, we've had successful releases, obviously, as a group. Um, and the recognition we've got for those albums. <clears throat> but I feel like this this is my best solo album for sure. Like going off what everybody else is telling me and, yeah. and all the support that I've gotten from. Now, I know you said on your Facebook page, there you said there were like a couple other countries that you had like the most downloads from. Was that Australia? Australia was one, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Mel- Melbourne, I think it was, Australia. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, we get a lot of support from uh, different countries, which is crazy that you uh, you can reach, you know, that far out with just your music. And, um, yeah, it's awesome. New York, uh, I mean, you know, different California, like all, mm-hmm. acro- all across the uh, our country, and China, and just different places. Man. China, That's awesome. I, I sound like Trump. <laughs> but, no, but no, like seriously, like I mean, we got a lot of support from like everywhere, man. It's it's, it's awesome. Giant. <laughs> yes, that's great. It's pronounced what? Gina. 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 I love it. You gotta watch it seriously. <laughs> SNL. Okay. Watch it on your way to eat your salad. Okay. <laughs> Ephesus. Also, shout out to Ephesus. Mm. Best chicken salads in the fucking world. Yeah, and I'm gonna try those. I'm say, no, but, I'm um, telling you, they deliver too. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. They probably won't deliver in my house. Well, you know what? They, they, I, I know that they have, like, a few uh, locations, so you might have one. Maybe they'll, like, meet me at, like, the end, yeah. of, end of Route 8 or something. <laughs> there you go. But, um, uh, yeah, with the album, like, we, uh, I'm going to have some videos coming out. Um, hopefully we get working on those soon. Like, right now I'm so busy with my everyday gig mm-hmm. that it's been tough to find time to do that. Uh, Jake Weiser and uh, Dave Carter are definitely two people that are probably going to shoot those videos. And uh, Dave Carter from Newcastle, yeah, awesome. Yeah, so I'm trying to like I try to, you know, keep show it, love to my Newcastle family. Family, I know, right? I know. Yeah, At uh, least the ones that are showing you love anyway. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, we got that and the shirts, like I said, and shows. I'm trying to get some shows booked with my dude Proceed, who's on the album. Uh, we're trying to do like we're trying to get out there and do like Erie, which we've performed in Erie before. But we're trying to do Erie again, Ohio, um, obviously around Pittsburgh and Newcastle, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe Canada. Shout out to Fraction, who's on the album from Canada, and maybe we can uh, trade shows or something with him. So and you can tell us how to become Canadian citizens. Yes, yeah. actually, well, yeah, well, that well, came up in the conversation. You know what's crazy <laughs> is that our other friend on Facebook. Is a lawyer in Canada. Oh, really? Yeah, Jason Curry. No shit. Yeah. 
he just wanted went to Canada and became a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> Shouts to Jason Curry. I know. For what up, Curry? We're being ahead be, of the uh, game. Yeah, exactly. And I, I'm pretty sure because he was voting and he was like, mm, who am I going to vote for? If I vote for Trump, I'm going to get a lot more business. And I'm like, yeah, well, I think either way you're probably going to get a lot of business. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so Jason Curry, we definitely need to talk about us moving to Canada. <laughs> Uprooting. I know. The whole school. Okay, so you can find Anthony, aka Eris, on Facebook at Apex A P E X. And are you on Twitter? I'm on Twitter at Apex Online. Um, what other social media outlets do I have? Instagram, Eris of Apex. Uh, yeah, all that stuff. Okay. Or Facebook. Yeah, you said it. The album you can. Uh, find the links to on his Facebook page. You can also find it on iTunes. And while you're buying his CD, make sure that you subscribe to the Pop-Off with Martise. The Pop-Off. That's right. We are on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And, of course, the best website ever, society-13.com. Yes. So, me, April, and Eris, I guess, are out for the night. I guess so. All right, so thanks for listening. Thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it. And I'm going to have all April the links to everything for uh, for his music in the um, in the description. Yeah. So thanks for listening, guys. Thanks. Peace. And now from Eris's album, The Sure Shot, here is Wake Up on the Pop-Off with Martise. Get out alive, son. I've come such a long way and I survived some tough shit. Yeah, but maybe his was tougher. Some will build for us, some will suffer. Can let it tear us under. We can break the rain, bear the thunder. We can get through it like a jumper. So now it's on us. Who you gonna trust? When push come to shove, who's really gonna bust? We fighting for the now. Forget about the past. Murphy on mistakes, buck ten and every task. This is so new. Promise to the last. If we come together, keep a foot up on the gas. We can overcome, we can win the race We can take it back, but you gotta have faith This is our state, and we will be victorious And when it's finally written, it'll read They were warriors, warriors Gotta wake up, wake up Gotta wake up, yeah Gotta wake up, wake up Gotta wake up, uh Come on, come on, man We can do it, y'all Keep your head up And I hate to come at them like I'm their father I understand the ignorance and the parents never bother The mother, she's still a kid, mid-teens and daddy gone Worry about his own life, smoke and drink, pimp the caddy long Kids sing the same song by the age of 18 On the corner selling dope with a smooth gangster lean I mean, you can't knock it, tie your own shoes, walk it out Life or death, pull the four pound and try to talk it out This is what it's all about, get the money, get the cream Fuck a dollar and a dream, that's why they stay mugging me And if success comes from anything less 
then you a bitch Unless you a ball player or an ill rhyme sayer Put your hands in the air or get shot Over thin wallets, two weed bags and crack rocks Black, white, it don't stop Fuck the cops, I'll say it with ya But I ain't going to jail when they come to get ya You need to wake up Gotta wake up Wake up Gotta wake up Yeah Gotta wake up Wake up Gotta wake up Uh Come on, come on Keep your head up, head up, all together now. Come on, come on, man. We can do it, y'all. No matter the weather, we can make it if we get it together. Yo, I'm not that disconnected. I don't mean to be brash, young, and I understand the game and feel for real where you come from. And I did shit, ill shit. That's why I'm on that real shit. Open up your eyes and realize you can still live. Yeah, there's millions of children. It's just like you. Some fight the good fight. Some live like fools. Some follow in their dreams on a midnight cruise. For those trying to find their purpose, well, this might do, people. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric Acid. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Acid. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.